brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. Just when you thought we were finally done hearing about Bishop Strickland getting dragged through the mud by the Pope's planers, who really want to convince you that the errors and heresies coming out of Francis and the Vatican are actually good and part of the Catholic faith, we're now seeing unlikely figures coming to the defense of Bishop Strickland and consequently becoming the targets of smears and slanders themselves. What most public figures in the church haven't figured out yet is that apparently if the intelligentsia in the synodal church of the new advent have deemed a bishop to be evil because he opposes what Francis is doing, then it is the solemn duty of the Catholic pug public figures to fall in line behind the Pope and not question anything. They're certainly not supposed to express support for people who have been given the label of evil by these media figures. Strickland has been dubbed evil, but curiously, we're now seeing anyone who supports him get slammed as well. And the consequences of this are very real for anyone dumb enough to do this to because the people we're talking about here are very, very popular and enjoy widespread support from across the internal church ideological spectrum. It's not wise to go after people who are that popular. So let's dive into the story. But before we do that, I want to give a thank you to the patrons and channel members who help keep Return to Tradition running in these kind of weird, unstable times. For like a dollar a month, they help keep this operation going. So if you want to join them in helping out, there, there are links to Patreon, Subscribestar, a speech-respecting Patreon alternative, and a few other options as requested by viewers in the description box below. Thanks, and now on to our story. Why are Catholic media figures attacking Scott Hahn? Yes, that's the person who some Catholic media figures are going after, Scott Hahn, who may have brought more souls into the church as a layman than any other well-known layperson in our time. And he's, like, legitimately a pleasant, affable person to interact with. I can't imagine spewing venom at Scott Hahn. I, I honestly can't. I can't imagine the thinking that goes behind that. I can easily see taking some issues with his various theological statements, but let's be clear about something. I've never met the traditionalist who just out and out thinks Scott Hahn is a bad person, which is why it's really weird to see the synodal church of the new advent and their mouthpieces in the Francis loving media take him on. They've gone after him. It's especially weird because I don't think I've ever seen Scott Hahn say anything against Francis either. Let me know in the comments if he has said anything against Francis that you know of, because I am not aware of anything that he's ever said. I'd be honestly surprised if he did. But here's how Scott Hahn got into trouble. He said the following on his Facebook page, quote, I am grateful for Bishop Strickland's inspiring words. How very dare he. Scott Hahn said those shocking words with an even more shocking act. He shared Bishop Strickland's pastoral letter, which I shared with you last week. The overwhelming majority of the responses to his simple post are positive, with only one person, as far as I could tell, begging him to not follow Strickland out of the church. Now, that's news to me, by the way. Apparently, Bishop Strickland is leaving the church, according to people who think Francis was appointed by God himself to change the faith. But that's where we are now, folks. People have some very strange ideas about how the church is governed, and how we get a Pope and about how we're supposed to submit to all the things the Pope does. 
even if what he does is objectively evil. But this simple statement got the attention of the lay Pope splinters over at where Pacamama is, who took issue with Scott Hahn for, quote, his public endorsement of a bishop who once promoted a video describing Pope Francis as a diabolically disoriented clown, end quote. Honestly, I'd wish I'd thought of that line. It's a pretty apt way to describe Francis and the new church he's building. It is diabolically disoriented, and it is clownish. It's diabolically disoriented in the same way that allegedly Sister Lucia described the post-conciliar era of the church, or similar to how Paul VI described the smoke of Satan entering the church. Now, I'll let the proprietor of where Pacamama is describe the problem as they see it for you, so I can't be accused of taking things out of context here. What they fear is that Scott Hahn is aligning himself with some allegedly right-wing schism in the U.S. church, which is laughable, but it gives us insight into the thinking here. So, from the article, quote, This week, someone sent me a link to Scott Hahn's Facebook page with a prominent Catholic professor, author, and speaker shared Bishop Joseph Strickland's latest pastoral letter, writing, I am grateful for Bishop Strickland's inspiring words. Later, another reader mentioned the fact that Hahn is scheduled to speak in Strickland's Diocese of Tyler, Texas in mid-October. This seems to make public what many have long suspected. In the deeply divided U.S. church, Scott Hahn has aligned himself with the dissident anti-papal wing of the church. For the most part, Hahn has publicly avoided the controversies surrounding Pope Francis over the last decade. With his endorsement of Strickland's letter, the prospect of a schism in the U.S. Catholic Church, or at least that of an angry populist revolt against the Pope, suddenly seems more realistic. <laughs> sure it does. Sure, the signs were already there with Hahn, such as in 2020 when he told LifeSite founder John Henry Weston that Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, Cardinal Raymond Burke, and Bishop Athanasius Schneider, of all the bishops in the world, quote, I'm not sure there are anyone who has been shepherding the flock as courageously as those three. His St. Paul Center published Calming the Storm, Navigating the Crises Facing the Catholic Church and Society. A book-length interview of Father Gerald Murray, an outspoken critic of the Pope, by Diane Montagna, the Vatican journalist who translated Vigano's 2018 quote-unquote testimony against Pope Francis into English. But for Hahn to publicly express his support for Bishop Strickland, a controversial bishop known for promoting danger, dangerous uh, alternative hypotheses, we'll say, and fomenting opposition to the Pope shortly after Strickland's diocese underwent an apostolic visitation by the Vatican, is a bold move for a leading Catholic figure to take. For those Catholics who have remained loyal to the Pope and who worry about a schism coming from the far right of the U.S. Church, this is deeply disappointing. Many of us have admired Scott Hahn for many years, and he has been instrumental in deepening our faith. Sadly, few in the pre-2013 conservative Catholic milieu have been able to avoid being ensnared by the reactionary traditionalist ideology that has trapped countless others. In this sense, Scott Hahn is just one among many. Due to his popularity and the respect that many Catholics have for him, however, his embrace of this toxic movement is significant. End quote. Wow. <laughs> Truly that read like a screed from CNN or MSNBC against some political activist that that network doesn't like who was on the wrong side of the secular political aisle. 
When your critiques of a public figure in the church sound like partisan secular nonsense, and when you use the same language to describe your intellectual adversaries as secularists do in their boring political discourse, there is a problem. Scott Hahn aligning himself in any way with Schneider, Burke, and Vigano is frankly news to many of us, to be honest, and it's news because, again, he doesn't typically make political statements about things in the church. If such statements as his thanking Bishop Strickland for being a faithful shepherd can be described honestly as a political statement. But that's the problem. This is being framed in the language of politics, which is a bit like describing a dispute over how to properly cook a specific dish using the language of a sewer. The faith is above and beyond political concerns. Those of us who align ourselves with the bishops like, say, Vigano or Strickland or Schneider do so because we have come to the conclusion that the faith we're being presented with from Rome now and, again, quite frankly, in recent decades, isn't the same Catholic faith passed on to our ancestors. And that's not a political issue. That's a theological one. It's an ecclesiastical issue, not a partisan issue. Or at least it shouldn't be political. But in our age of the heresy of vital imminence, which is core to the modernist heresy, Vital Imminence says that the only thing that matters for the believer is their own personal lived experience of religion and associated emotions with it. In that age, everything becomes political. And that's kind of the problem here. Sliming Scott Hahn because he is aligned with a bishop whom he thinks helps pass on the faith better than most of the other bishops right now helps no one. It doesn't help prevent this phantom schism in the U.S. church that isn't going to actually happen. What it does do, though, is fan the flames of division within the mystical body of Christ, which is, frankly, a shame. There's enough of that going on every single time we hear the words rigid or clericalist from the mouth of the alleged Holy Father, that we don't need more if from would-be influential laymen. We just don't need more of it. What do you think of this? I mean, are you surprised that they're going after Scott Hahn? I mean, I think that was inevitable. And in hindsight, I kind of think that was inevitable. Are you that surprised by it? He doesn't typically wade into the waters of this, these political disputes in the church, but when he does, it's very simple statements done in his typical, affable, kind of kind way. So are you that surprised that people are going after him and going after him with this ferocity for the high crime of supporting Bishop Strickland, for expressing gratitude to Vigano, and to, for expressing gratitude to Cardinal Burke and Bishop Schneider? Are you surprised by this? Are you disappointed to see that this is happening? Or do you think, do you agree with what they're saying over at where Pacamama is? I'm curious. So let me know what you think of this in the comments, please. And uh, hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It so it certainly does help. So does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot too. And pray for everybody involved in this story, please, because they certainly need your prayers, including the author of that piece over there. And if you think I'm wrong, please pray for me. Anyway, as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.